Hi, everyone. I'm back with a new episode of Explore and Engage with Anam. I am sitting here on a Sunday morning. It's a long weekend. It's the Memorial Day weekend. And I wish that I could feel more relaxed. But I am very much concerned about the situation at the southern border. But I'm not the only one. There are millions of other Americans who are concerned about the border crisis and the migrant crisis that we are witnessing in our country. I saw in the news that the city of New York will house migrants at a former prison in Harlem, and the city is calling it a respite center. Let let me tell you what I think about this idea. I think that the liberals are very good at playing with words. They are good at twisting words and making things sound nice. So instead of using the word shelter, the leaders, the liberal leaders in New York City, they are now using the words respite center. And what is a respite center? It will be a shelter. It's a shelter. So the migrants will now be housed according to Um, the news reports that I'm seeing, the migrants will now be housed in an old prison in Harlem. So respite center is what they are calling it. And respite center sounds very neat. It sounds very official. Respite center uh, sounds very, you know, sounds like a professional setting. But what, what it's going to be is it's going to be a shelter. It is a shelter. And so the migrants will now be housed, reportedly, they'll be housed in a former prison in Harlem. Now, I say that we need to address the core of the problem. We need to address the core of the problem. And how do we do that? We have to secure the southern border. But the Biden administration is not doing that. And so who is going to pay for all of this? Who is going to pay for the migrants being housed in in different places, including uh, at at this former prison in Harlem, uh, which I'm reading about. Who's going to pay for all this? The taxpayers. The taxpayers are going to pay for everything. And let's remember, and something that we can't really forget because we experience this every single day, inflation is still high. And inflation has eroded the value of the dollar. Wage and salary increases have not kept up with the rise in inflation. And now taxpayers are supposed to pay for housing for asylum seekers. Taxpayers are supposed to pay for migrant health care and a wide variety of other needs. So the liberal leaders of New York City, they expect taxpayers to bear the cost of housing the migrants for paying for their health care and paying for a wide variety of other services that the migrants may need. And, and trust me, a lot of legal immigrants are very upset about this whole situation. All those folks who came into the country through the proper process, through the legal process, and they worked hard, they are still working hard, they built a life here in the United States, and they are trying to recover from the losses that they faced during the COVID-19 pandemic, those immigrants, they are the legal immigrants, they are very upset that they now have to pay for 
um, services for the asylum seekers. And it's a constant flow. More and more people are entering the country. And where will these individuals go? They are ending up in places like New York, Chicago, Denver, and, and many other cities across the country. And also, uh, the southern states are, are in a crisis mode right now because as, as asylum seekers are coming in and before the lifting of Title 42, as people came in uh, without permission, um, illegally, uh, it, it, all of that created and continues to create a huge pressure that is affecting uh, cities like El Paso and places like Brownsville, Texas, and many other communities at the southern border. And now uh, thousands of asylum seekers are ending up in New York City because it's a sanctuary city. And now the liberal leaders of New York, they are now understanding what it means to be a sanctuary city. Now they are realizing what it means to embrace the sanctuary city title. The liberal leaders of New York City, it seems that they can't handle the pressure anymore. Let's talk about Chicago, my friends. As I already mentioned, it's a long weekend. I am sitting here at home, uh, feeling relaxed um, to some extent. But as I said, I'm, I'm not totally relaxed because I'm concerned, just like millions of other Americans across the country who are uh, witnessing this migrant crisis, the housing crisis, the border crisis, the humanitarian crisis, and everything that's going on. Definitely, there are many reasons why we are concerned, why hardworking Americans, freedom-loving Americans are very much concerned about um, ev everything that's going on. And it's the Biden administration's fault. I'll say that again. The Biden administration did not secure the border, and that's why hardworking Americans are suffering. But let me, let me come back to what I was saying. It's the Memorial Day weekend. It's a long weekend. It's Sunday morning. And if this was a few years ago, I would say that I'm going to drive to the Chicago area, um, either uh, the city of Chicago or one of the suburbs. And um, over this long weekend, I would probably try to spend some nice time there, eat at um, a nice restaurant and just have a great time because the weather also is very nice uh, today. And then perhaps drive back in the evening or at night, or maybe even stay at a hotel and drive back the next day. But this weekend, I am not going to Chicago. And the reason for that is, I think Chicago is now a very scary place to visit. Reportedly, the government in Illinois, they deployed peacekeepers in the city of Chicago to maintain peace um, over this long weekend, over this Memorial Day weekend. And from the news, I learned that these peacekeepers are individuals who are trained to help de-escalate tense situations and help resolve conflicts and provide other services in times of crisis. And so obviously, um, the leaders in, in, in the city of Chicago, in the state of Illinois, they feel that uh, this weekend may not be a very peaceful weekend because of 
rise in crime because of other situations that's that that are affecting affecting the city so i just decided i'm i'm going to stay away from chicago i'm not going to drive to chicago this weekend because crime is up violence is up and and so why go to chicago when there are other options if i wanted i could go to wisconsin dells not far from where i live um maybe a, a one hour drive and it, it's a nice uh, place. It's a tourist destination in my um, in in my home state of Wisconsin, where I live. I love Wisconsin. I love Wisconsin Dells. I could go to Lake Geneva, which is also a wonderful, wonderful um, city. Uh, there are other places that I could go to. And what's going to happen is that Chicago, in this way, Chicago is going to lose a lot of revenue that it could otherwise have earned if the city could ensure um, safety uh, for for tourists and visitors. I mean, let me be honest. I like Chicago. I think it's a beautiful city. I love the skyline. I enjoy the drive from Madison to Chicago. It's very beautiful. It's pleasant, especially on a warm and sunny uh, day like this. And there are restaurants in the Chicago area and in the suburbs that I really like. The food is great. And I I would like to go to Chicago. But then the entire public safety situation and the ongoing migrant housing crisis that's taking place in Chicago, and, and there are lots of other problems. Because of all of these, I just decided that I'm not going to go to the city of Chicago or the suburbs this weekend. And as I said before, if a lot of people think the way that I am thinking, if a lot of people decide that, hey, let's just avoid visiting Chicago, let's go someplace else, um, then Chicago is going to lose a lot of business and um, it's going to see a decrease in revenue uh, because of lost tourism opportunities. And I think it's sad. So the message to the leaders in the city of Chicago, the message to the leaders in the state of Illinois would be to make public safety a number one priority. And um, uh, should I talk more about the migrant crisis that's affecting Chicago? Well, let me not let me not talk about it in this episode. Uh, just like New York is facing a crisis, Chicago is also facing a crisis because migrant uh, migrants, um, asylum seekers, are ending up in the city, and they are looking for. Uh, a place to stay and now Chicago is running out of places to house asylum seekers and let me remind you again and I know a lot of you know this already New York City is a sanctuary city so is Chicago Chicago is also a sanctuary city and now the leaders in the city of Chicago they are now also realizing that being a sanctuary city is not easy and uh, if they were smart enough they would not have declared the city of Chicago to be a sanctuary city. They would not embrace that title. And because they have uh, designated the city as a sanctuary city, now they are suffering because of a migrant crisis. And I feel bad for the people of Chicago, the people who did not choose to call the city a sanctuary city, the people who just wanted uh, to live a peaceful life in, in safe neighborhoods, uh, and hardworking taxpayers, uh, they are now suffering because all these asylum seekers who are ending up in Chicago, 
they require shelter, they require a variety of services. And once again, who's going to pay for it? The taxpayers, the hardworking American taxpayers who are already suffering because of inflation and all the other economic problems um, because of the Biden administration's failed policies. Let me tell you, uh, inflation happened because of the Biden administration's uh, policies and because of all the reckless spending and uh, the supply chain crisis. That's also something I've talked about before in my podcast. So the American, hardworking American, freedom-loving Americans are already suffering because of all the economic issues. And now they have to deal with this migrant crisis. And it's it's just, it's just sad. So um, I will not um, talk any further in this episode. Uh, thank you for continuing to listen to my podcast. Thank you for staying connected with me. You can visit my website, tossifanam.net. You can check out my blog. You can check out my published opinions, uh, things that I wrote that were published in different newspapers. You will find the links to those articles on my website. So please go check out tossifanam.net. And um, thank you for staying connected with me. As always, if you have any thoughts, if you have any comments, If you want to share your views with me, your opinions, please send me a comment, send me a message, and I hope to be back again soon with a new episode of Explore and Engage with Anam.